0: Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is. Austin scores a 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Austin Enderout wants to throw. Page looking to the cornerback, and it's a touchdown. Page
1: finds Leno. Penix rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field, oh, caught.
0: touchdown, Fry Fogle,
1: again. Brandon is using the baby excuse on week one. Welcome to the Leo podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggly. That's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I am flying solo today. So go ahead and, uh, turn this one off and move on to, uh, your next podcast on the list. But I am here with my producer, Seth, as always, uh, you can block him on Twitter at setah five. That's S E T A H five. What's up Seth though.
0: Yeah. You're, you're flying solo today, buddy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like no research done by you today. So that's great. Um, Let's just get into it, man. Let's just fly through it. Maybe the shortest podcast in the history of LEO uh, podcast. So welcome. Yeah. So news update uh, for the first time in seven weeks. We don't have a commit to talk about. We do, however, have a a new commit of the 2039 season, right? Or 2040 season. Uh, Brandon, uh, new daddy. New daddy. Oh, not going to give up too much more information. Other than that, Uh, you can go congratulate him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. And yeah, just, you know, and give him shit for not being here. So uh, let's get into it. This is going to be a lot of me just rambling about, you know, non-important players from a non-important team. Uh, That's right. It's game eight at Maryland. Um coming off uh what should be a win against Ohio State at home, we have to travel to College Park, Maryland for a 12 o'clock kick. Uh TV T B T B T B D. Um, this is an August 30th game. Um, so let's get into the October. history lesson. What's that? October 30th. What did I say? August? Yeah. Yeah. See, this is the, not having Brandon last minute. It's just throwing everything off. Um I'd rather play them August thirtieth than play them October thirtieth. Just to um, get this out of the way, previous meeting IU wins twenty seven to eleven in one of the I would say ugliest games, but it was just weird. I don't know. Um, visually it was kind of ugly. IU couldn't tell what jerseys they had on because um, they were I think they were wearing camouflage, but I couldn't tell. And then Maryland did. They're just always ugly. So. Uh again 27-11. IU beat the Terps in Bloomington last year. Uh the all-time record, and this was surprising to me for some reason. I thought that we struggled against Maryland quite a bit. Uh IU7, Maryland two. IU has won the previous three matchups. Um, all of those against no, not all of them against Mike Loxley, but he is in his third year. Uh five and twelve record in the Big Ten. And this is also a shocker. Eight and forty-three overall Oof. like maybe he's coached three years if he's played 51 games he's coached a hell of a lot more than i don't know I'm, t- I'm telling you i pulled this off of uh athlon their preview this is pulled straight off of that so don't get mad at me about it um maybe that's his overall coaching record is eight and 43 uh either way his seat is on fire He's on the hot seat. He's got to have a good year. I don't see him having a good year or else he's out. Um, Anything you want to add on from Maryland? Do you guys even care about Maryland at Purdue or is that even a thing for you?
0: Only in basketball.
1: Yeah. Uh, Why? Well, because they beat you in football too?
0: I, Dude, I don't know. There is <laughs> nothing memorable about Maryland. <laughs>
1: about Maryland. Uh. When Seth uh I told Seth he was gonna have to join, like actually be a decent part of this. He asked me what this was uh, what game this was, and I just sent him a terp, and he said the exact same thing in text form. Like, there's nothing memorable about this or exciting about it. So the eight we'll three
0: for Mike Loxley is overall, including his stint at uh New Mexico.
1: So he won three games at New Mexico over no? three years. What
0: how Something does he like get that. such
1: a long, I don't know,
0: man. Because he went to Alabama and became their offensive coordinator in 2018.
1: Yeah, I knew that.
0: Yeah, that's a profile creator right there.
1: Whatever. Um, all right. Well, let's get in. Let's stop talking about the coach. Let's talk about the players. Um, there's really not a whole lot to talk about. I did a lot of research and pulled in as much as I could. So we'll go through it real quick. Um, new feature game eight It only took me eight games to, to start doing this. We're going to break down strengths and weaknesses of the offense and defense. So we'll start on the offense and the strength, the strength of the offense is, is really the wide receiver room, but we'll start with the quarterback who's got to get them the ball uh, to his brother. Do I have to say his name? To Talia, Talia Tagaviola. Yeah. 2020. Somehow he got 2020 honorable mention in the big 10. Uh, in f- over four games, he threw for just over a thousand yards, seven touchdowns, seven interceptions, um, just shy of 250 yards against IU one touchdown, three picks. So not great. As I said, the game itself was kind of messed up. I mean, this was the game tore towards ACL, uh, in the third quarter, it was, I think, and he was six of 19 for 84 yards. So a uh, big running day for us, big defensive day for, for IU this game. Um, The next player that I want to highlight, at least from the wide receiver group, they have four really good players on um, that part of the of the offensive group. But Dante Demas is huge. He's 6'3", 215, but he's he looks 6'5", 240, a pure muscle. Like he's he's a beast. Um, 2020 honorable mention, uh, all Big Ten and 2021 preseason, all Big Ten um six grabs 114 yards and a touchdown against IU last year so could be a force again this year coming back I think this is his junior year um but again I don't know why I even care anymore it doesn't matter junior sophomore senior he could be any of those at this point so um that's it for that we don't need to really get in too much more on their offense their their weaknesses uh are pretty much the rest of their offense they there's no mention of a tight end in this offense at all um the running back room, they lose Jake Funk uh, totally as a total last year. They ran for five touchdowns. Three of them were Jake Funk. He's gone. Two of them to his brother. So zero remaining touchdowns. Zero comeback touchdowns coming back this year. So uh, I don't know. They've got that one guy that's like a bowling ball. Penny Boone, I think is his name. Right. Um. Other than that, it's a weird backfield. I think they've got a freshman coming in that they're kind of excited about, uh, but nothing really to worry about there. Offensive line, they've got one standout stud uh, at tackle, Jalen Duncan. Um, NFL-style NFL, uh, tackle, definitely going to be drafted next year. They've lost two transfers, uh, starting center, and I want to say it was the starting guard. Um, and they also allowed the most sacks last year. You got three of them in, in the game against them. So not, uh, as you can tell by my, my voice, nothing exciting going on there at all.
0: Yeah, you can't be too scared or intimidated by that offense. There is nothing for you to be fearful of. No. I mean, if you can limit, and even if you look at uh, Tua's brother's stats, the honorable mention in the Big Ten is more an indictment of the state of the quarterback in the Big Ten than it is any kind of compliment to his statistic mm-hmm. capabilities. Or even games played, for that matter. Yeah. Played so, four games.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, like, last year, you said not to be scared about anything. It was amazing. The way they came out to that game last year marched right down the field. 13 plays, 63 yards, got all the way down to the 12, and then missed a field goal. And then from there on out, it was, it was done. That was it. IU took a punt, or punt on their first possession, punt, and then touchdown, pick, pick. <laughs> like, it's such a weird game. I think halftime was 7-3, and then after the safety, it just kind of went downhill for them, and they got a late touchdown to even make it anywhere respectable. So, um, yeah, the offense is not not going to be too scary. Although, at the end of the year, they kind of really turned it on. And if you remember the beginning of 2019, they scored like 100-and-something points in the first two games. Yeah, they were the Syracuse next big Howard.
0: thing for like two weeks.
1: Yeah, I think they got ranked. For wins over Syracuse and Howard, they got into, like, the top 20, and then the next week they got destroyed. Um, Let's go over to the defense. If there is a strength on the team or maybe anything to kind of be a little bit sketchy on, I guess would be the defense. Um, 10 of 11 starters do return. Uh, They weren't great last year as far as overall stats go. Um, Allowed 430 yards per game. 32 points per game and only had two interceptions for the entire year. If you want to compare that to IU, IU at 17. So, um, that's just a just a reference. Now, IU led the country, but then you can look at at just where how far down Maryland was with just two picks. Um, Ten of eleven starters return. Some of the the big guys: um, Mosiah, Nasil, Kite. I want to say. Uh, 2020 honorable mention defensive tackle 2021 preseason all big 10 already led the big 10 in sacks per game with defensive tackle big dude over 300 pounds i think um career high tackles against iu last year with eight um so they i would say that they're they're going to be decent against the run but they weren't against iu stevie scott 24 carries 80 yards three touchdowns Tim Baldwin's breakout game with 16 carries, 106 yards. And uh, I would say Penix, but two carries, 29 yards. And yeah, we know what else happened. Um, the next guy to really talk about their linebacking course, pretty decent. Um, they've got three standout guys, Ruben Hypalite, Ahmad McCalla, no relation. And Darrell M. In 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 and and we'll go with that. Either one. I apologize if you listen. Um, he in and Chami and Chami in and Chami Chama Chama. He Darrell. Yes, Darrell has had uh some injury issues in his career. Last year played three games. Um, still, I want to say he got Big Ten honorable mention or something, or he made a Big Ten preseason. Uh, didn't include it in the notes, but the kid is really getting some pro prospects out of. The, Playing three games last year, um, Ruben Hypolite, sophomore with potential as well. Uh, his first start was against IU, and he tied his career high in tackles with seven. So, um, their linebacker core is pretty decent. They do have one really good cornerback, uh, NFL caliber cornerback that was going to be a sophomore this year. So they're already talking NFL for him. Uh, Tareeb still. He's a 2020 freshman All-American, 2021 preseason All-Big Ten player as well. Led the country with two pass breakups per game. Uh, Did not play against IU. So if you have not heard that name, um, it's not because he was great, but he just didn't play against us. Uh, So that will be somebody to to keep an eye on as well as Nick Cross. You may remember his name. Um, Pretty decent against us and and against other Big Ten opponents, another honorable mention player, and another second-team preseason All-Big Ten. So... Uh, That's it for their defense. Again, I'm reaching, man. (laughs) I'm reaching to try to get something interesting to talk about here. As I take a swig of my dream. Hold on. I have nobody to fill. I have nobody to fill. Um, All right, let's hop right into key matchups. We're almost done already. (laughs) Um, First key matchup is Ohio State hangover. So when I say that win or loss is what I'm talking about. So if we come into this game if we think back maybe the scores weren't weren't always perfectly close but at least going into the fourth quarter we've always been really tight with Ohio State. Last year was a, you know obviously came down to the last possession of the game. Win or lose you have to go out. You cannot lose. To Maryland I know it's on the road I know it's the Big Ten you can't do it you just can't do it if you're going to be if we're going to be who we think we are you can't lose them you can't lose this game so and especially if and it's a big if if we beat Ohio State this game actually scares the living you know what out of me so uh this game and then uh, I'm looking at the schedule here the Rutgers game Minnesota game I mean I don't know man this is this is it. This is the one game that's like if something's going to hop up and grab you to keep you from having an incredible season, it would be this one. Um, the only other key matchup I have is containing um, to his brother. So he's not going to beat you in the pocket. As we learned last year, he was sacked three times. Tons of pressure was hit a ton through three picks. Some of them were just God awful. Um So just hold the edge, create pressure through the middle. They cannot run the football unless they develop something. As I said, it's going to be eight games into the season. So they'll have three games of non-conference to kind of develop some sort of confidence in that part of the ball. And then hopefully they don't figure anything too crazy out by the time we get there. So uh, that's it for key matchups. We are already to the uh, least favorite part of of the pod. So go ahead and hit skip a couple times. That should get you through the Monon Track Club. Monon Track Club is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes to check out the new swag on mtc.com. It's monontrackclub.com, but I say MTC because that's what the kids are saying now. Uh, just throw L-E-O-10 in the promo code part. That'll get you 10% off um and that is gonna do it for this week except nope Seth is telling me that he has a Brando's rando
0: producer Seth's podcast sack we're dipping in oh
1: we're dipping into Seth's sack okay <laughs> so new part <laughs> Seth is going to introduce his sack to everybody and uh reach in nice and deep and and get some questions what do you got buddy
0: Today, it's not a question I'm reaching for. Today, it's a fact. Here we go. So there's not a lot to be afraid of, of the known quantities of this Maryland team, for what we can call known quantities at least. What is something to be nervous or apprehensive about is this will be the eighth game of their season. And they will have had a chance to have some of their freshmen potentially come up and play. They do have a fairly good recruiting class, top 25. In fact, I think it was even top six in the Big Ten. Tons of defensive linemen and linebackers. It was heavy on the front seven defensively. Um, And then they also had three tight ends, two of which were pretty highly, um, at least they seem to be highly thought of. One like NFL size coming out of high school. The other two seem a little undersized and like oversized wide receivers more than tight ends, but certainly some potential there if by week eight, those guys are starting to develop into playmakers.
1: Yeah. And that's what I said. I'd rather play them August 30th than exactly uh, October 30th, because their schedule now reading their preview, their schedule kind of hinges on the very first game of the year. They have West Virginia at home. Um, and then they've got so if they win that game, then they're going to have a little bit of a streak here because they should be they should destroy Howard. Uh, then they go on the road to Illinois, which they should be favorite. And then they've got Kent State at home, so they could start four zero going into the Iowa game, which is at home. I'm not saying that they're going to beat Iowa, but who knows? With you know, you build that kind of confidence, uh, and then have a packed house for a night game against Iowa. Who knows? Uh, Ohio State that should be a loss at Mich- at Minnesota. Who knows what Minnesota is going to look like, and then then comes the uh, the game against the Hoosiers. So I'm hoping they start with an L, maybe get knocked off by Illinois on the road too. I don't know.
0: They could be coming in what five and two, six and one. I mean, best case scenario. what's the best, be best scenario. case scenario.
1: They're losing. I would say the best case scenario they're they're six and one. One, two, I three, think I was
0: a tough pill to swallow for them. I don't that's think that's what I mean. That level. So,
1: best case scenario, then five and two. Yeah. So, playing for a bowl and you've got IU, Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan, Rutgers. And then all of a
0: sudden, IU becomes a must win for them to go. Yeah. <Ss> it yeah, becomes absolutely. kind
1: of a, a toss up. And I think at Michigan State and at Rutgers are, are not easy either. So, you can't say that they can just look at those two on the schedule. So. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a tricky game. It's nothing I'm gonna get too worried about until it comes up. Uh, we'll see where the teams are at that point. Again, we've been through our schedule a hundred times. Right now, ESPN's given us a 63% chance to win, whatever that's for. Um, just to look at us real quick, we could come in. I think again, best case scenario. I mean, best case scenario, we come in undefeated, but realistic scenario, best case one loss so we should be rolling at that point i don't think it should be a problem i'm more looking forward to next week which is at michigan um see if we can break that monkey is that a thing is that a saying can we break that monkey on our knee i don't know um (laughs) i
0: I could confirm that's that's not a thing i don't know
1: break the monkey i feel like is like a thing
0: Break the curse, I, break the streak, like get the, the monkey streak. off your back. I
1: don't know Are what you, the streak is because we beat Michigan, but we haven't won at Michigan for a, a while.
0: Get over that hump.
1: There, you, Whatever. Do some humping. Yeah, put the monkey over the hump. There it is. Um, so, yeah, next week will be that. We'll talk at Michigan at the big house. Brandon should be back. If not, we will take his kid and then, <laughs> or something.
0: Prevent this from ever happening yes, again. Yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs> So, um, and I promise that we'll be a little bit better or I'll be better next week because I'll have, you know, somebody else that's better than this or at this, than me doing this. yeah, as you can just tell, there you go. Um, so yeah, either way, be sure to check out the, the pod on Facebook and Twitter. It's facebook.com backslash L E O and on Twitter, it's at podcast L E O also follow, download, rate, review, please, 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 please do that. It really helps us out. It makes Seth's day a lot better. Even if you say like five stars, Brandon and Michael kill it. Seth sucks. Any of that stuff it just makes him feel a lot better about what he's kind of doing in the background. Um, again, we're on everything. We're on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud. I said everything, but those are the only three things that we're on. So uh, again, check us out. Uh, follow Twitter. It's usually a, lot, a bunch of retweets. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Bragley, Follow Seth at SETA5, S-E-T-A-H-5. S-E-T-A-H-5. And again, shout out to Brandon, uh, a new dad. Shoot him a little Twitter, tweet, tweet uh, at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. That's it for this week. We will talk to you next week and preview the Michigan game. Uh, Until then, Elio.
0: Congrats, Brandon. Elio. Yes. Elio. Awesome day. Elio.
1: Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio.